There are only two classes of people, the Irish and those who wish they were Irish. Teresa Duffy Welcome to the Revisionist History Podcast, where we set the historical record straight, no matter who it might offend. I'm Paul, and in today's episode, we're going to be debunking some myths about a holiday that's very famous, not just in America, but everywhere, St. Patrick's Day. Now, St. Patrick is one of the most famous saints in history, in no small part because his lifelong ministry gave us an excuse 1,600 years later to get totally hammered on green beer every March 17th. Now, though he's known as the Apostle of Ireland, he was actually born in Scotland in 387, the child of Romans living in Britain, and at 14 was captured by Irish raiders and taken to Ireland as a slave shepherd. Patrick escaped six years later, entered the priesthood, and ultimately returned to Ireland as a bishop. He and his disciples preached throughout the island, converting both common people and tribal chieftains, and building churches. He remained in Ireland until his death on March 17, March 17, 461. Those are the bare-bones facts about St. Patrick. There are, however, considerably more myths and legends both about him and the day we now celebrate in his honor. Let's look at a few of them. Myth number one, Patrick was Irish. Now, I already debunked this common myth in the first paragraph, but it bears repeating. The saint most associated with the Emerald Isle was actually both a Scot by birth and a Roman by lineage. His love of the Irish and his ministry among them is indisputable, but he wasn't actually Irish. Myth number two, Patrick drove all the snakes out of Ireland. This is probably the best known myth about Patrick's life and easily the one repeated the most often. However, as explained in a National Geographic article, Patrick could not have driven snakes from Ireland because there were none there to begin with. Though a few snake species did make it across the land bridge between Britain and Europe that existed until around 6,500 years ago, the land bridge between Britain and Ireland vanished 2,000 years before that, and no snakes made it across. It is possible that another saint drove snakes from a different part of the world, and over time the event was applied to the more famous Patrick. It's more likely, however, that the story was always meant to be metaphorical. Serpents have typically represented evil in the Bible, going all the way back to the story of Adam and Eve in the garden. His supposed driving of snakes out of Ireland was probably always meant to symbolize his driving paganism from the country. Myth number three, Patrick used the shamrock to explain the Trinity to converts. Legend says that Patrick used the three leaves of the shamrock to explain the doctrine of the Holy Trinity, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit, one God in three persons, to his pagan listeners. It's a cool story, and as good a way as any to explain a doctrine that's virtually impossible to fully comprehend, but there's no certainty that it ever happened. None of the early accounts of St. Patrick's life mention anything about the shamrock at all. The first time a story appears connecting him with the ubiquitous clover came from an English visitor to Ireland in the late 1600s, more than 1,000 years after his death, and it was not in a positive way. Given the attitude of the English towards the Irish during this period, the story should be considered highly suspect. 
With number four, Irish immigrants brought the St. Patrick's Day celebrations from Ireland to America. Now this one's both myth and fact, depending on how much you want to split hairs. For centuries, St. Patrick's Feast Day, March 17th, has been celebrated in Catholic countries, and it would have had special significance in Ireland, obviously. However, the celebration of the day as we know it today, basically as a drinking holiday, originated in America. It was created by Irish Americans, not brought over by Irish immigrants. First parades in the United States were held in Boston and New York in the 18th century, while the first parades in Ireland, Ireland didn't occur until 1931. Myth number five, the Irish gave us the tradition of getting hammered on Green Guinness for St. Patrick's Day. Again, this one's an American, not an Irish invention. Guinness is indeed an Irish beverage, handed to them directly by God himself and then passed on to the rest of us, and that's no myth. But until the 1960s, pubs in Ireland were closed on St. Patrick's Day because it was a religious holiday, and it also falls in the middle of Lent, which is no party. Americans were drinking to excess on the holiday long before the 1960s, and it was also Americans who came up with the idea of adding green, green food coloring to a beer that needed nothing added to it. The Irish would never have committed such a travesty. As a quick side note, it's estimated that 13 million pints of that glorious beer will be consumed on St. Patrick's Day. Now you know the real story of these five myths. You can ponder them on March 17th as you raise a glass to St. Patrick. Just be sure to drink responsibly. The great saint would expect no less. That's our episode for today. We'll see you next time. Thanks for listening to today's episode. I hope you found it both informative and entertaining. If you'd like to help us keep episodes like this coming, please consider clicking on the support this podcast link in the show notes. It'll go a long way towards helping us create more episodes and hopefully becoming completely ad-free. Thanks a lot.